This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's get a look at the day's top stories. Texas oldest death row inmate has been executed for killing a Houston police officer during a traffic stop nearly 32 years ago. Carl Wayne Munitan was given a lethal injection Thursday at the state penitentiary in Huntsville. He was sentenced to death in the June 1990 fatal shooting of this Houston police officer, James Irby. Bouchon's attorneys had claimed his execution would be unconstitutional in part because he had so much time that passed between his conviction. But the U.S. Supreme Court declined to delay the execution. At 78, he was the oldest person Texas has put to death in modern times. He was also the first inmate executed in Texas in 2022. A former assistant probation officer in Massachusetts facing the possibility of decades in prison for sending sexually explicit cell phone messages to a young girl in Port Natchez. A jury in Massachusetts convicting 49-year-old Brian Ornella of sexual exploitation. He sent the material to a girl in Port Natchez in 2018. She was 13 at the time. He now faces up to 40 years in prison. Two Port Natchez officers who investigated the case flew to the East Coast to testify against him. A fatal auto pedestrian crash under investigation this morning. Deputies responding to the crash last night, far southwest Newton County. Our media partner KGS Radio reporting emergency crews responded about 8.30 on Highway 62 in Newton County between Buna and Mauriceville. Well, appraisal notices are going out in Jefferson County and some residents may experience just a bit of sticker shock. The tight housing market driving up the cost of purchasing a home and that in turn drives up appraisal values and the amount homeowners must pay in property taxes. KFDM Fox 4 reporter Mello Stiles explains. Residents here say some appraisals in Port Natchez have spiked tremendously. Um, I went up 25000 Residents like Harlow are not happy. Sad, because that means my taxes go up. <laughs> Harlow says she was startled when she opened her notice. It was pretty startling. Uh, it went up about 10000 last year, but 25000 this year. Um, my taxes are at like $4,000 for my little bitty 2,300-square-foot house with vinyl siding. Harlow says the appraisal is not fitting since her home still has damage from the TPC explosion. I had damage from TPC. I still have vinyl that's loose on my house because of the explosion that they refused to uh, pay for. So why are the home appraisals so high? The appraisal district is charged with being at 100% of market value. And the way we arrive at our values is through sales. If we do not have a sale on, on your property, we have to comp it to a comparable property that did sell. But why is Port Natchez higher than other cities in Jefferson County? Port Natchez property sells, they sell very quick and higher than possibly homes that are in Port Arthur or Beaumont. Anyone can protest their appraised value, especially for those who have damage to their homes, like those in Port Natchez from the TPC explosion. If um, in the past property owners have brought in what damage they still have as of January 1, and if they still have damage, they can bring in that information to our office and we'll make adjustments accordingly. Many are on the fence about protesting the appraisal. Uh, probably not right now. But for others, they say they will be protesting. 
To find out more about how to protest your home appraisal, you can head to our website, kfdm.com or fox4boma.com. A nonprofit in Port Arthur trying to open the door to the American dream of owning a home. Legacy Community Development Corporation helping Southeast Texans build up their credit so they can purchase a home. The organization has helped hundreds of people improve their credit scores and understand more about finances. Legacy says it's looking forward to helping more people buy homes in Southeast Texas. I think that the biggest impact has been through our credit counseling. We've helped people uh, resolve credit issues that were obstacles to buying a home. For more information and to contact Legacy, you can call 832-2723. That's 409-832-2723. Krista Southeast Texas Health System and Southwest Transplant Alliance teaming up yesterday for a donation life celebration. Last year, there were more than 41,000 organ transplant in the U.S. Yesterday in Beaumont, they held a flag raising ceremony. I can't even imagine the difficulty of making that decision. Um, I'm a donor and I would want them to know how much it means to us that they're, that they're giving something so precious to our son so that he can have quality of life in a life. More than 107,000 Americans currently on that transplant waiting list. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas forecaster Aaron Mack here on the 22nd day of April 2022, 4-22-22. And it is the day we've all been waiting for. It is Friday, the start of the weekend once the work day is over for some of you. If you're heading out this morning, you're going to notice a little bit of low cloud cover out there, but not much. It's pretty much mostly clear skies as we head into the early morning hours right now and temperatures right now are still fairly moderate we're still seeing some temperatures as we take a look at temps in the lakes in the mid to upper 60s low 70s for Lumberton and Deweyville Evadale as well moving into the triangle you see the low 70s all around Westbrook sitting at 71 along with along with Winnie that is double a ranch sitting at 70 degrees and you see Baptist Hospital Hillcrest and Babes of Harris Golf Course all sitting at 72 degrees satellite imagery for the last Six hours again, not showing much. It's some low, thin cloud cover out there. So all the cloud cover that we saw for the past two days, we thought it was going to really lift out yesterday. It finally started to move out around the early evening time. And as we continue to push in through overnight until now, cloud cover is just dispersed. So we're looking for a pretty much mostly clear to partly cloudy skies, mostly sunny to partly cloudy skies, that is, as we head through today. Rain chances for the next few days still at 0% Friday and Saturday, 20% of a few rain, a uh, few isolated showers in the evening time Sunday. And then our best rain chances are looking as an area of low pressure will start to move into the Lone Star State late Sunday evening going into Monday, which should give us a 50% chance of area-wide coverage of scattered showers and thunderstorms Monday. And then after that, you're still seeing zeros across the board. So we do need some rain in our area. We're pretty much about eight to nine inches behind our rainfall total, especially around this time of year. So it's been very dry out there. So whatever rain that we do see ending the week going into the work week will be very much needed as we continue to make the way out through the day as well one thing you will notice that hasn't changed is the wind gusts will still be pretty active today. We're looking for wind gusts up in the lakes to be anywhere between 9 and 25 miles per hour as the gusts will 
can possibly get up to 30 miles per hour. And for the triangle, we're looking for wind speeds today to be around 14 to 30 miles per hour. You could possibly see a little bit more anywhere between that 30 to 35 mile per hour range as far as the gusts are concerned. So that wind isn't going anywhere. So if you're out and about and you got a hat on or anything, make sure you hold on tight to it because that wind will and can blow it away today. We look to see some really good temperatures today as well. We suspect the temperatures to be around the middle to almost upper 80s yesterday, but that cloud cover and southerly winds coming off the coast, coming off the coast that is, kept things a little cooler than what we expected. So we saw pretty much some lower 80s up in the lakes. A few, a few lower 80s in the northern part of the triangle, but as you got closer to the coast, we saw some upper 70s, maybe a few touching right at 80. Today, however, we'll still have that southeasterly flow coming in, but we do look for temperatures to be around the lower 80s, so we look to see around 82, 83 for parts, and up in the lakes, we're going with still the lower to middle 80s, around 83, 84, at least up to 85 degrees. Well, that's all I have for you this morning, Southeast Texas. Enjoy your Friday and your morning. Make it a good one, and have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Join us again Monday for the KFDM Morning Show podcast.